welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Good Bad Real Estate Podcast. I'm Joao Rivera with your co- with my co-host Sasha Hernandez, and today we want to talk about building up teams, successful teams. Yes, and we're going to talk about that in different ways, right? Because we've been encountering a lot of not only agents but also buyers and sellers out there in the market that are bringing to our attention that something on their, what we like to call a team is not working out. Not working out. There's always a bad apple, right? Not always, but sometimes one negative person can bring a whole deal down. Yeah. And I think we really need to focus in on making sure that when you're putting together, first off, let me talk about what is a team, right? So not team in the sake of like, you know, your, your basketball teammate like that, but when you're purchasing a home, right. Or you're selling your home or you're an agent, mm-hmm. you want to have the right team in every single transaction, right? That's the ideal. That's, that's the ideal way of doing real estate the right way, right? It's making sure you have the right inspector, making sure you have the right title company, or in some states, it's an attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, it's making sure you have a good loan officer. It's making sure that, believe it or not, even you, if you're an agent, even making sure that you're the right fit for that team, right? For your client's team. Yep. In the right headspace. You know, there's so many elements that go into purchasing a property or selling a property. And if you don't have a core relationship with these people, your whole deal could go south. So you have your agent and your agent may have a transaction coordinator. So that mm. person as well is going to be deeply involved in the conversations and relationship with your client. Then you have the lender who has to be in communication with not only you, but the buyer, the transaction coordinator, the title company, the appraiser. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes. And if you don't have a good core group, you need to build one to make strong relationships and strong deals happen. Yeah. I mean, they're all a different, they're like puzzle pieces, right? Without Mm -hmm. one, you're not going to have the entire picture. And most of the case, and most, most of the time, it's going to be the closing. Like that's the ultimate goal, right? At the end of the day, everyone wants to work towards that one goal to get to the closing table If you're the seller, you want to get the most money for your home and you want to get to that closing table. If you're the buyer, you're trying to get that home. And if you're the agent, you're trying to get that home for your client or sell that home for your client and making sure that you also get paid. But a lot of people rely on the closing to even just survive this process, right? Because if this doesn't close, guess what? A lot of people don't get paid. Yeah, a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I just had a deal go south. Ooh, the lender, the lender, he did not want to work with us. Well, me, I guess, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the lender and the agent mm-hmm. are in communication a lot. Right. We need to know what type of loan, how much right. the person qualifies for and things like that. And when the lender doesn't want to give some information, is not forthcoming in the process the agent can only do so much. Exactly. You know, so that was my case. Mm. Um, unfortunately, the deal went down and we couldn't salvage it, but I learned a few things. 
that if the lender <laughs> or anyone actually in the trans transaction doesn't communicate properly or doesn't want to communicate properly, you can't get something closed. You can't get something done. Right. You know, you have to be as transparent as possible. Obviously, each of us have duties to the to the client, right? Mm -hmm. So there are some things that the lender will not be able to disclose to me for privacy reasons, which is understandable. Right. But the type of loan and how much they qualify for, <laughs> that's uh, vital information that I need right. in order to make it happen. So this lender, I'm, I'm not trying to backtalk him. You know, he was protecting his client. In, in his mind, his client was the one who came to him and he was not going to give any information. So that was that was a difficult piece. And, you know, I mean, it happens. The client, unfortunately, you know, they wanted to stay with that lender. So I couldn't give them other options. And we, we just couldn't make it happen. But I believe that someone should have at least three options in everything with lenders, inspectors, even closing companies, you know, title companies. If the sub is a seller, have a few that you can rely on that you know are going to give you the good communication, which is why so many builders have preferred lenders, you know, because mm -hmm. they know that when they have their weekly meetings, that lender is going to give them all the information they need, maybe not all the financials and things like that, but the information they need, if they call that lenders picking up the phone and answering, right. the worst thing is to have someone that you call because you need information from and they never answer. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I tell them, Hey, text me. It'll be the fastest way to get a response from me. I promise you it'll be the fastest way, but at least there's a communication. I get back to you. You right. know, I try to get back to people within 24 hours. You know, I'm like crazy busy running around. So 24 hours is a good thing. Now, if you say, I don't know, red alert or urgent or something, I know I have to stop what I'm doing and respond to you right away because time is of the essence when it comes to real estate transactions. Literally from the moment everyone signs, it's a countdown, uh -huh. you know, and then there's so many things in between that. Does it count from the moment they signed or from when the moment the person received it? And, you know, there's so many gray areas and everyone, everyone perceives it differently. Right. You know, so you have to get on the same team. Everyone has to be in the right headspace. Just be super communicative. Yeah. I mean, the transparency is needed. But, and you mentioned something that was really around the loan officer in this case, right? So- mm -hmm. Yes, there's different things. I mean, even inspectors do it. Most inspectors will not release, let's say, an inspection report to you as the agent Correct. if the client who's paying for it authorizes them to share it with you, right? Which is totally understandable. Completely. But I think when you're putting together your team, you want to express the reasons why yes. these things are needed, right? So when you talk with your clients, it's great to say, hey, it's great for me to have a copy or for you to review your copy with me so that I know where we're going to be negotiating at, where are the areas that are most concerning of the home. Like I need to know that information also, because again, the inspector did the work and I know that you're paying for it, but I'm on your team. I'm here to fight for to you fight as for an you. agent. And so when, with the loan officer, yes, there's a lot of delicate 
information information and i and i've had my my loan officer's license so i know the different areas that are that should be kept private so i mean i do see where where he was in his case kind of protecting his client but there is that basic information let's say like information that would be on a pre-approval letter right Correct. like yes. the, um, the you know they're approved for this type of loan in this price range and that will allow me to kind of tailor searches better and that kind of thing so yeah you need to make sure that everyone's kind of on the same team and i can't stress yes. that enough because again in this case it totally killed your deal yeah and re real estate is relationship based i it's truly feel that everyone you might not like me, <laughs> mm -hmm. but we're working on the same team. Right. So I'm going to do everything possible to make sure that this deal goes smoothly and mm -hmm. everyone's kept in the loop. And that's where transaction coordinators, I mean, there are some amazing transaction coordinators that are worth every penny. Mm -hmm. And they keep everyone in the loop and everything can run smoothly because they're the ones who stick to the timing and what needs to be done and how soon and how efficiently it can go right so but most of the time we're bringing in that transaction coordinator yeah right so sometimes there's it, sometimes they're a great fit for us but not for but, other people you know they might rub someone else the wrong way in which case causes that friction within you know your team per se right like even after you have something someone else can come into it and cause some friction where you need to kind of be ready to say, okay, how are we going to handle this to minimize the damage as much as possible so that we have a successful closing? Mm -hmm. um, because there's always a way we can always figure out a way to work professionally together with the same goal in mind. I think it's, I think it's when people get their egos in the way that, you know, um, and I see this all the time. Like even when agents are negotiating with each other, like the seller and the buyer, that agents will have kind of this, I'm protecting my client battle mm -hmm. and that's totally fine. But even after the negotiation, there's always this, like you're on the other side of the table and there's just this natural friction. Like they don't want to cooperate. Like they have to have the upper hand they, to show yeah. that they're the more dominant agent. And I just, I just don't see that as beneficial for anybody, anybody. because it really hurts that 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 did deal and not only that but the, your relationship because real estate there's a lot of real estate agents i mean florida there you know there's you can you can, you can throw a rock and hit three on the <laughs> on, down the street right like it there's a lot but the community is actually very small. is actually very small mm -hmm. those who are actually in production so it's really interesting well it was funny because when i called the agent to let them know hey this isn't going to work out he was, you know, obviously not too thrilled about it. But right. while I'm talking to him, I'm brainstorming ways for him to get another offer. And we talked for a few minutes and we went over a couple things. And by the end of the conversation, he was like, I, I rarely work with people who would actually try to find a solution for me. I'm on the losing end of the deal because now our offer fell through. Mm -hmm. And now my seller is not going to be able to sell. And here you are telling me that we're not going to be able to sell. But hey, why don't we try X, Y, Z to see if we can get in an offer quick enough so that they can continue with their closing. Right. And I'm like, well, we were on the same side. Mm -hmm. You're selling a property 
I'm trying to get my buyer into that property. I want you to sell your property, mm-hmm. you know, because if I help you further down the road, you're gonna be like, you know what? That might be a good house for Sasha's people. Mm-hmm. It's similar to when I was selling or whatever, or I see something be like, oh, you know what? Maybe XYZ person can get into that one. And I'll let you know. It's such a small community. Very. <laughs> We're going to cross paths again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it may not be next week. It may not be next month, but within the year, we might have another transaction come across. Right. And the same thing works with title companies. I mean, I might be closing with the title company soon. There are a couple title companies. I'm not going to lie that I'm like, do we really have to close there? Like, <laughs> I know a couple other good ones. Yeah. Um, because they are title companies do a lot of work. They do. Yeah. You don't see what they're doing because you're working on this end. But yeah. the, the moment they get a contract and they get escrow, they're on top of that. Right. And they're trying to get all the things they need to get done. They have a huge team behind them, too. Mm-hmm. So when a deal, it's not just the seller and the buyer who lose. There's like at least 10 people uh-huh. <laughs> involved in this process, if not more. Yeah. You know, you mentioned relationships, right? Like relationships are really big. And it brought back to me that I remember I had a client who was moving down to Florida from Connecticut. I actually sold their home in Connecticut and then they were renting in Connecticut until they were ready to retire. And then they retired and they moved down to Florida and they came down. And I, I honestly, you know, I was like, you know, they got here, they reached out. We were, we were in communication on when we we're going to start looking at houses. We had our conversation about, Hey, do you have, you know, the financing piece of it? Do you have a loan officer? Do you have your pre-approval? Are you buying cash? Having that conversation. And it was news to me that they already had a loan officer, which I said, fantastic. I said, are they here in, in Florida or are they somewhere else? Cause I know that they had just moved here and or actually they were traveling here to just look at property before they made the big move. And I was, they actually came to me and said, Joel, we, we like the loan officer, but we're not in love. Okay. Because when I mentioned to them that we had an agent, they tried to get me to leave you and mm. use the agent that they work with. Mm. Right. And again, I'm not knocking him for trying that because we are in this relationship driven kind of business where if I know I work well with this person, then I would love for all my deals to be the same team that Mm -hmm. I keep saying, because I know it's going to be a successful transaction at the end. So I don't knock him for doing that, but it just brought that back to me because it wasn't, he didn't know who I was yet. And it wasn't until we started working together that now he reaches out to me and tells me, Hey, I might have a deal for you, you know? And that, that just shows like, give people a chance. Even if you have your team, you can still have another successful team. And like you said, you're bound to have another transaction with this person throughout the year. Throughout the year. Yeah. So, and definitely, like I said, I, I think three is a good number of of good trustworthy people not that not to say that you can't get more than that right. because not every i think person, most states even require a minimum of three a minimum yeah minimum you know, of three just for, for for legal purposes right but um definitely you know keep your options open get to know people get to know their services get to know how they work and 
always remember people do have a bad day. Like when I right. first spoke with that loan officer, it was like 515. He was probably stuck in traffic trying to get home because he had to get to a sick kid. Like I think about these things, you know, mm -hmm. and I was like, well, maybe that was, it was just an off day for him. Right. Maybe when I talk to him again, it'll yeah. be, it'll be different. Maybe, you know, it's earlier in the day and he hasn't had so many letdowns. I mean, you just don't know. Right. You know, like 98% of the time, it's not, it's nothing personal. Personal, exactly. It's, it's something else. Yeah. You know, so like I gave him a couple chances. <laughs> I have, I try to have a couple conversations with him and each time it was the same way. I was like, okay, maybe he just doesn't like the sound of my voice. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I really, I truly don't know. Some people, you know, you never know. You, people base things like uh, voice right. and stuff like that, or just maybe the tone of my voice. I mean, I don't know. I try to be friendly. It could be just be the way he will, you know, the side of the bed he woke up on. <laughs> maybe his barista didn't make his coffee the way he wanted it, which can really screw up a day. Um, but, you know. Second that. Yeah. <laughs> for real. You know, but I think keeping your options open and knowing who your core team is going to be. Right. Is a good thing. I mean, you're not always going to work with the same title company. You're not always going to work with the same um, lender and things like that. But you can work with the same transaction coordinator. And you can stay, work with the same group of inspectors and things like that. Appraisers are different because that's based on the lender and it goes into a pool and mm -hmm. whoever pulls you out, that's your lucky lottery. But... Sasha, but you know what's coming to my mind right now is that I don't know if you if it was episode number two, you talked about how you had an agent calling your transaction coordinator and oh, yelling at them, right? That was not nice. So I mean, think about that, right? Like that's a perfect example of a moment where, you know, she's part of your team, right? To help put this all together. And you have someone else that is supposed to be part of this overall big team to yeah. get to the closing table really kind of knocking that on i think you you took care of that really well oh i'm a mama bear <laughs> i protect my team and i will sit down with my my people and i will talk to them and be like okay what happened explain the situation let's you know brainstorm what went on find out the core reason but don't yell at my people right you know it's it's respect at the end yeah. of the day respect one another because it, there's just way too much going on in this world. Yeah. I don't think you get far. I don't, I don't, I, I get there's frustration. Right. But I think, I think before you let frustration get to your, to almost not ruin, but affect your reputation, you should take a moment and think before you pick up a phone. Like, yeah. like you said, it's a respect thing. You, you know, if you know that you're upset, it, it may not be the time for you to pick up the phone and make that phone call to the transaction coordinator or to the loan officer or to the title company. And emails, because, even emails. Yeah. You know, uh, emails can be phone. very, inter yes. Emails can be interpreted just like text messages can. Sometimes it is better to pick up the phone, but if Take there's some... If there's some emotion or anything going on, I think there's time to kind of step back. I know some things are urgent and have to get fixed and are timely, but take a moment to take a deep breath and then pursue. Because remember, this is your reputation. This is your business. And for clients who are, you know, clients who are, who may be listening, who are kind of hearing this from our side, 
you know, understand that these are the people fighting for you. For you. And so you want someone who's going to be level-headed when something goes wrong. You don't want someone who's going to go crazy because guess what? They're burning bridges. And let me tell you something. I have, I have, I know many people in the industry will get either offers or get, you know, get requests from certain agents. And because they have such a bad reputation out in the community that no one wants to work with them. And that sucks. It impacts them, Mm -hmm. right? And it can impact the clients that they are serving because it's not their fault, right? It's not the client's fault. Nope. But that person may have a bad reputation that's going to, you know, secondarily impact them because guess what? Maybe they've, you know, brushed shoulders with a few people out in in the community. And for some reason, your offers aren't getting accepted. And it's not your offer. It may just be that other agents or other professionals don't want to work with that person. Yeah, you can't burn all your bridges. I mean, I burned a few bridges in my day when I was younger. But you live and you learn, right? Right, right. That was before real estate, so I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's just trying to keep your head straight and when you're reading text messages or reading email, your initial response is to react right away. Mm-hmm. I promise you five seconds of taking a deep breath will not do anything wrong. You know, take a moment, reread the email because sometimes even when you're writing an email, you're like, Bleh. And you're not putting commas in the correct places and you're not using your punctuation, which can totally change the whole email. Oh, let's, not, let's not even talk about capital letters. No. Okay. You know, there's etiquette. <laughs> there is. But you know what? I have found times where I'm rushing out the door and I have to send this quick email and I'm on my computer and I might send something and I did, you know, and that's my fault. I, I shouldn't do that. Right. But it happens, but it happens. And, you know, sometimes I'll get a phone call and they just want clarification because maybe my email wasn't as clear. And again, this is why you should just wait till you have some time to do it. But like, then you get that phone call and you're like, Oh, let me clarify. I'm so sorry if it came off in a certain way, I was actually running out the door and I wrote it really quick. So sometimes that, that, that phone call is needed. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, I mean, I will say if someone called me screaming, the the first thing that they're going to hear is me hanging up on that because I'm not going to entertain that. So good for you. you. You have to, because you need to draw your line where it's professional for you. If you sit there to entertain it, sometimes it's just adding fuel to the fire. And sometimes you got to let them take some space and listen to themselves Yeah, for that, for them to come to a realization, like, wait, maybe I approached it the wrong way. Yeah. I just mute them <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes they need to get it out of them. Yep. And then when they're done, I'll ask them, okay, so for clarification purposes, right. and then if I remember what they told me, because sometimes if I mute you, I'm literally walking away from the phone <laughs> because I do not have the time to be insulted when I'm already dealing with a lot of things going on, right? right. And this is anyone. Nobody should have to take somebody ripping at them like that. So if I ever get those phone calls, yeah, I do mute them, yeah. let them get it off their chest. And then, of course, you go back to your customer service skills. Well, I understand that mm-hmm. you're feeling this type of way, mm-hmm. and I want to validate your feelings. Let's go over the things that, you know, was sent in the text, the email, or whatever. 
But if I'm not in that right headspace, I'm going to tell you what I heard what you said. Thank you very much. Give me a few moments. Let me go over the information and I will get right back to you. Mm. And then that gives me a few minutes yep. to not rip into them yep. because I've also lived and learned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we I have one episode. I told you about all that. Right. We're human. You know, exactly. We have our moments. And when you have that great support system, you know, you can call your other person and be like, hey, XYZ is happening. And you can talk to them and go over those details and find that clarification. It means so much more in your deal. Mm -hmm. And your clients sometimes don't see all the work that you're going through. And they don't see that part of the relationship. You know, but it happens. And then when they have a nice smooth transaction, they're like, wow, this was a great team. And you're like, yes. <laughs> or they say, wow, this went super smooth, but they didn't see yeah. all the conversation in the background mm -hmm. that it took to make it. And I always look at it and it, it reminds me of like, this is one big marriage. It is. Right. You're going to like, you might bicker. You <laughs> might, there's going to be days where you like someone a little bit less than the day before or bit. yeah. Or just, you know, maybe they got, they redeemed themselves and they actually look even better the following day. It goes up and down, but at the end of the day, it's ultimately you say to yourself, I need to make this work. You're not making it work for yourself. You're making yeah. it work for your client. So that relationship really is like, and I think I heard someone say like, you don't need to have a relationship with every transaction. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. We can have a it good is... relationship, but we can have a bad relationship. And most bad relationships don't end up at the closing table. Nope. That's just that's just a fact. Mm -mm. And, you know, I mean, everyone works hard. And I know that, like, the other agent, they are there to represent their client right. and their best interest. And I'm here to represent my client and their best interest. So let's meet in the middle. Yep. And let's make it work. And I don't know if you felt this way, but I have in the past. As the realtor of the transaction, there are a lot of people depending on you, right? Because we're, what we do is we're kind of orchestrating everything in the background for our clients. Yeah, we're the So a lot, a, a lot of, uh, you know, clients and just the general public might say, oh, you just opened up a door. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, that's, that's the, that's the fun, easy part. <laughs> that's, that's the fun, fun easy part. part. <laughs> that's the part that we enjoy when we're showing houses and, you know, sh you know, selling that's the actual neighborhood yeah. and the home and the visions. This is the creative side of the business. And then once we get under contract, what we're doing in the background, we're orchestrating, making sure, you know, if you have a transaction credit, they're helping along with this, but you're coordinating the inspections, right? You're coordinating those negotiations to happen. You're coordinating, making sure that the loan officer and the client is getting paperwork, you know, That's together right. so that they can make sure that the process is going along. And we tend to also draft up the initial contract, contract. right? Mm -hmm. That then we send over to the title company or the attorney. Now, and any other corresponding addenda. Yeah. And <laughs> while they, with. and while they are managing that, we're still here making sure like, are we meeting those deadlines from our contract? Do we meet the inspection deadline? Do we meet the loan commitment deadline? Are mm -hmm. we, are we on track to close on time? There's a lot of coordination that a happens lot. and most people don't see that. No, <laughs> what I, I guess what I'm it. saying, but there's in between all that 
is that relational piece that has to happen with each of those different professionals. Yes. And, you know, nowadays the, um, there's so much communication between the title company, the lender, the agents, and if they have transaction coordinators, um, all in email form Mm -hmm. with the buyer and the seller that even the, they, the clients can get a little overwhelmed. They're like, I I don't know what that meant. (laughs) Like, that's okay. You don't have to worry about that. I have all of that for you and I'll break it down for you. We'll go over every single detail that you may have questions, Mm -hmm. you know, but if they really saw everything, like I had one client, she was like, I'm just going to let you call me and tell me the important stuff. And I'm like, that is okay. <laughs> because she was she was getting copied on the emails, of course, yeah. so that she can see what's going on in the transaction. Right. And she was like, can I just mute anything that, you know, <laughs> is happening? Because there's a lot happening. It's a lot. And yeah. she's like, and I'm getting really scared. I was like, go ahead. If there's anything, I will shoot you a text. Hey, you got an email by XYZ person or the title company or whatever it may be. Can you respond? Can you look for it and respond? And they'll be like, oh, okay. And they'll get right on it. Right. You know, because it is, that's why, that's why it's our job. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. We We're, went we need to, to keep an eye out for, exactly. we need to keep an eye out for those red flags and when to kind of, kind of pay hey, tap on the shoulder. Hey, this needs to get taken care of. Like, again, we're orchestrating this to make sure that we're meeting those deadlines. And it brought back to me how like part of my process is anytime I have a buyer and as soon as we go on their contract, I mean, before we even, before I even disperse all the information out to the professionals, mm-hmm. we have the conversation on, okay, are you using the title company that's yours? Are you, do you have a preferred inspector? Oh, yes. Do you have, who's your loan officer, all those things. And I think it's it, when you walk into it, knowing that it's a team, it becomes a lot easier. Like people know, okay, I'm part of this group that is getting miss martinez to the closing table yes right and so my process is as soon as we get everything and those professionals are selected the very first email i send with a copy um you know of, of the contract of the contract and everything are to the title company and to the loan officer on there everyone's cc'd with an introduction and contact information for each, each one because one. i can't tell you how many times people have reached out to me and said well, before I started implementing this and saying to me, Hey, I need to get a hold of this person, but I don't have their contact information and I need this by tomorrow. And I'm like, when did you know about this? And they're like two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm like, well, you could have reached out yourself if you had this information. So I added that where now from day one, once we go on their contract, there is, you know, we're sharing contact information and we, I, I obviously get authorization from everyone Anyone. to make sure that they're okay with me sharing that. But I let them know from the very beginning, we're as a team. So I'm sharing your information with the entire team who's going to be handling this so that we can make it to the closing. That's why I like, like, I love my transaction coordinator. Like the moment I give her a contract, I can kid you not within an hour, she's already contacted the title company and the lender, getting all of their information to do a welcome email to the client with all the contact information because with all the fraud and all the scams that are going out there, oh, yeah. escrow, it, you know, can be very scary. So she made sure that the client knows exactly who is going to be contacting them, their contact information and how they can get anything that needs to be done, done. And it works so beautifully. <laughs> 
all the time. So knowing your people and having that great relationship with them, it just gets things done so much faster and you can have a nice smooth transaction. Not all transactions close, clearly. That's true. But with that right team, you'll feel confident. And then, you know, as an agent, your clients see that and they'll continue to come back to you. And the beautiful thing about real estate is you don't just stop at the closing because mm -hmm. your client, you, you need something else. You need a roofer, inspector, whatever it may be. I got you. Absolutely. This whole business is run around relationships and yeah. I mean, ultimately it's all to one specific goal, right? Mm -hmm. And you have no idea how many lives you could be impacting. Like I'm also a very impact driven person. Not only am I like, yes, I will get paid. Yes. I'm building these relationships, but I know when I was a child, when my parents got a home, how that impacted our family dynamics. So you don't know what you're doing by getting this family or this individual a home where you could be, you could be changing their life. You could be, they could, they could have been homeless their whole life. And this is their first home, something they can call their own. And you are impacting really their life to make this happen. Mm -hmm. And if They're you go into this with just having a bad mood on the, on the wrong day, then they shouldn't be collateral damage for that. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, if you're a client out there listening my message to all of you is make sure you build up a good team around you and make sure that everyone's a good fit and let them know, like the goal is to get me into a home or to sell my home. Mm -hmm. That is our goal as a team. Okay. I need, like, I don't know how you, if you know, Sasha, I don't know how, what's your relationship with Sasha, but whatever it is, I need us to be amicable so that we can get this deal closed. Cause we are a team until this closes. Yep. Know okay. your unit guys. And just, you know, I always go back to it, respect one another, because that's the uh, the bottom line. Without respect, nothing's going to happen. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in with us, guys. And yeah. we will see you in about two weeks. Or, well, you'll hear from us again in about two weeks. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. There's also a wonderful review section. Give us five stars if that's what you're thinking. Give us an honest review in the comments. We'd love to hear about them so that that's really what inspires us to get together every week and get together these podcasts for all of you. So yeah, for sure. And if you have any topics you want to go over or hear about, let us know and we'd be more than happy to oblige. Yes, yes. You can also email us at podcast at goodbadrealestate.com. Again, podcast at goodbadrealestate.com. And uh, yeah. And we'll if you be... want to know more about EXP, let us know if you're an agent or looking to become one. We'd be more than happy to help you with any questions you may have there as well. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, I'm Joao Rivera with my co-host. Sasha Hernandez. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.